Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. Today, we're looking at how to make stronger connections whilst remote working, some remote work myths and how to do a team building exercise whilst everyone's at home. First up is an article by Chris Condart on Trello's blog, and it's all about making stronger connections whilst everyone is remote working. And there's a couple of interesting points in this article. The first one, which we've mentioned before, is that you should talk to someone every day, but not about work. Now, this is the idea that the virtual water cooler should become a thing now that the real one in the office isn't being used so much anymore. And some of the conversations that Chris talks about are him talking to his colleagues about his Wi-Fi woes, also about them sharing music recommendations with each other and, you know, bonding over their shared like of an artist, and also his attempt at making some homemade dog treats, which <laughs> sounds pretty interesting. And a second point on this article is that you should learn how to clearly and effectively over-communicate. Now, this is interesting because it's this idea of not just communicating effectively, but actually doing a little bit more than that. And a couple of the points he gives here are to use clear and specific language, of course, but to also give a little more information than you think is necessary. Now, he's saying you don't have to write a novel for every status update, but you should give the information you think you should give and just a little bit more than that. Another blog, again from Trello, is about remote working myths, and it has a couple of really interesting myths in it. The first one is that remote workers are slackers, and there's this idea that if you're working from home, you're always in your pyjamas, never really getting that much work done. And actually, the first part in this section about remote workers being slackers said, actually, if you're a slacker, you're going to slack off wherever you are. It doesn't really matter whether you're at home or in the office. You'll figure out a way to not do a huge amount of work. And one of the tips here is for managers to have regular call-ins and just to keep on top of what everyone's doing to make sure that no one maybe isn't getting as much work done as they would like. And continuing on the topic of managers doing regular call-ins, another myth in this article is that remote workers need to constantly prove that they are working. And if you spent any time remote working, as you no doubt have over the past month or so, you'll know that it can feel sometimes as though you need to make sure that everyone knows that first of all, you're doing work and second of all, how much work you are doing. And this can manifest itself in a number of ways, whether that's oversharing or feeling the need to be present for every conversation or having to answer every notification that they get almost immediately. But it is, according to this article and also in my experience, far better to relax a bit, get the work done and allow completed projects and achieve milestones to speak for themselves. And it also says here that when remote work becomes more normalised throughout the company, on the whole, people will get more comfortable with what it feels like for not only themselves to be doing enough work, but for other people to be doing enough work. And some of this anxiety around, first of all, showing that you are doing enough work and also checking on whether other people are doing enough work, that will start to be lifted as time goes on. And finally, 
We have a link to a website in the show notes that provides a form of remote team building. And it's pretty interesting because what they do is everyone gets together in front of their computers and they're all sent a group of samples for teas and coffees. Everyone then makes their tea and coffee. Everyone sits down, goes through the tea and coffee tasting and then has a conversation. And I think this is really interesting, not necessarily because of the tea and coffee tasting, but because it seems to be a pretty solid way of getting everyone sat down in different locations, but doing the same thing and experiencing exactly the same experience. So in this specific case, it's like I said, everyone gets sent samples of tea and coffee and there's an icebreaker and there's trivia and everyone tastes tea and coffee together and that brings people a little bit closer together through a shared experience and it can be done for you know groups of 30 all the way up to 300 and I think this is really interesting as an idea even if I myself am not a huge fan of tea or coffee I think it would be good to have an activity that everyone's doing at the same time that can bring us a little bit closer together. So a link to that will be in the show notes as well as all the other resources we've talked about today. That's it for today's episode. Do you have stories about working from home that you'd like to share with us? Tips you'd like to hear? Or topics you'd like us to cover? Email us wfh at lowerstreet.co. That's wfh at lowerstreet.co. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every weekday. day.